0: I'm just going to share from my heart this morning, and um, I'm going to just share a few moments with a thought called Voices in My Head. Everybody say that with me. Voices. Everybody shout it out. Voices. Lord, add the preaching. Add the blessing to the preaching of the word. Give our ears and our hearts to you. We open our hearts to you. Everyone shouted a great big, I'm not sure if you know, there's a popular Christian artist by the name of Lauren, yeah, that's her last name. She wrote a song, and I like to just to read, I've never even heard this song before, my wife mentioned it to me, and I thought, this is a perfect song to go with my sermon. And so I want to read to you just a verse and a course of the song that she sings, It's called, You Say. I keep fighting voices in my mind that says I'm not enough. Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up. Am I more than just the sum of every high and every low? Remind me once again just how I am because I need to know. Oh, you say I'm loved when I can't feel a thing. You say I'm strong when I think I'm weak. And you say I'm held when I'm fallen short. And when I don't belong, oh, you say I'm yours. And I believe, oh, I believe. What you say of me, I believe. I love the words to this song because it holds such meaning. I mean, it's powerful because I really believe that all of us on some level can relate to this song. I want to ask you a question this morning. Have you ever felt like you've been fighting voices in your head? Have you ever felt this way before? Have you ever felt like you had to fight and struggle with the voices in your mind? Have you ever felt like there's been a war in your mind? Have you ever felt like maybe at one time or another that you're losing the battle in your mind? How many would raise your hand and say, there's been times I've even been confused about what voice to listen to? Have you ever felt that way before? If you have felt that way, then guess what? You are in good company because all of us on some level, We've all had to struggle with the voices in our mind. Do you know that your mind is a powerful thing? Your mind has the ability to comprehend, to reason, to think, and to judge. Your mind has the ability to replay conversations in your head over and over and over again. Some of us can't even sleep at night because we're going through the Rolodex of our mind we're replaying the conversations that we had should I have said that maybe I shouldn't have said that maybe I should have did that your mind is a powerful powerful thing that God has entrusted you with your mind really does have the power to control how you feel do you know that your mind can cause you to be sad depressed worry, and even joyful. Your mind is the factory that produces what the body wants and does. Every day, you and I are bombarded with thousands of thoughts in our mind. I would venture to say this, that your thoughts that are in your mind is probably the voices in your head. Every day you are bombarded with thousands of thoughts. Those thoughts are thousands of voices in your head. Do you know that some people can't even deal with their own thoughts? I mean, some people take medication because they can't even live with their thinking. Some people are so confused about their thoughts that some people seek professional help, which is good. Some people tell themselves a different story because they cannot come to a place where they can accept what they've done. So they rewrite the story of their life and they tell themselves a different story because they cannot, cannot replay the pain of their own thoughts. You see, some people sadly even take their life because their thoughts are so agonizing to deal with. You see, my friends, your thoughts, they are the voices in your head. And I'm asking you a question today, what voice are you going to listen to? What thoughts are you going to listen to? You have thousands of them in your head and I would probably say that most of them are competing for your attention. Most of those voices are very loud. Some people take medicine to sleep, some have to take medicine to survive, and I'm not necessarily against that, but you get the point that some of us can't deal with our own thoughts, with our own voices. Do you know that there are thousands of voices in your head every day and some of those voices will tell you you're not good enough? Some of those voices will tell you you're not as pretty as she is or you're not as fit as he is. Some of those voices will tell you that you don't fit in, they don't really like you. Some of those voices will tell you you're not smart enough God is not real. This whole church thing is just a phony thing. This church thing is a joke. You have thousands of voices in your head every day. Voices that tell you, you will never make it. You are going to end up just like your family. You're going to end up just like your uncle, twice removed. You, you're going to end up like your cousins, you know? Voices, thoughts. Thoughts over and over and over in your head. Listen, my friends, your thoughts are your voices. I believe that in the last few years, there's been an increase of suicide among even church leaders. Church leaders are depressed, full of anxious thoughts, bombarded by the world, the flesh, and the devil. Depression and anxiety and bipolar symptoms are on the rise in America. People are having panic attacks for absolutely no reason at all. People are nervous, nervous conditions because thousands of thoughts and voices plague our minds. People are isolated more than they've ever been. We live in a society where We are over-medicated, trying to cope with all of our issues, and as a result, some people run to drugs, and addiction is the end result of that. I'm not against medicine, I'm against the abuse of medicine. You see, we are saved, some of us are still struggling. We're quoting the scriptures, but yet it seems like we're still bound. We're singing, and yet we are still smothering in our insecurities. We're giving in church, but yet at the same time, we're still grieving. We have become like mindless zombies. We get up, we get dressed, go to work, and come home, and we're not really living, we're just existing, our minds are tormented over the past. We're nervous about the present and there is fear about the future. In 2017, a few years ago, according to the World Health Organization, they estimated that there was 300 million people in the world that's suffering from depression. They also stated that suicide is the 10th largest cause of death in the US. In fact, it's the number two leading cause of death among the ages of 10 through 34 years of age. Just the other day, I read two stories of how a 12-year-old boy took his own life because of bullying and peer pressure, situations at home. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the society that we live in. The World Health Organization also estimated that nearly 50% of all people who is diagnosed with depression are also diagnosed with anxiety disorder. Over 492,000 individuals visit hospitals in the US because they desire to do harm to themselves. My friends, we cannot overlook this statistic. We cannot just go on sara sara As if this is not happening. You see, if you look at the scriptures, the Bible is very clear that the mind is a very powerful thing. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 6, listen to what the apostle said. The mind that's governed by the flesh is death. But the mind that's governed by the spirit is life and peace. The scripture says in Colossians 3 and verse 2, set your minds above and not on earthly things. The prophet said in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, and I quote, You will keep him in perfect peace, those whose minds are steadfast because they trust you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, the apostle said it like this. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if there is any excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. Why? Because your thoughts are your voices. The Bible says in Romans 12 verse 2, the apostle told a bunch of Christians, he says, don't be conformed to the pattern in this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, my friends, just because you go to church and just because you love Jesus doesn't mean the voices leave. It doesn't mean that you're free from the voices. You got to renew that mind, even Solomon said in Proverbs 23, verse 7, For as a man thinks, so he is. See, the point is this, my friends. Your mind plays a critical part in your life. You can't ignore it. You know, as I read the Bible, and as I read Scripture, it's really interesting how God uses all different types of people. He uses people like Paul, who is smart and intelligent. And then he uses Peter, who is a cussing fisherman. I love that. Because no matter what spectrum you may be at in life, you may be there or here or in the middle, God uses everyone. Can I hear an amen? And you know what I found out? That God even uses people who have trouble with the mind. I'm so glad about that. Is there anybody in the building that can wave your hand and say, that's a relief, pastor? God uses people who have trouble with their minds. Remember the story of David? David wrote the whole book of almost, the whole book of Psalms. And a lot of those scriptures deal with David being depressed. Because Saul, his father-in-law, was always after to kill him. And the Bible says in Psalm 42 verse 11, David said, Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Listen, David was a man after God's own heart, and right here in the scriptures, David is very troubled, he's very anxious. What about Job, listen to this. look, look, Look at what Job says, Job chapter three, verse 11. Job said, why did I not just perish at birth and die when I came from the womb? Can you hear what Job is saying here? Basically, Job is saying, I should have just died when I come out of my mother's stomach. Why am I even here? Why did I not just perish? Everybody please look up here. Why did I not just perish at birth? Why did I just not just give up? Because even Job faced issues with the mind. What about Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 14? Jeremiah said cursed be the day that I was born and May the day my mother bore me not be blessed. Do you hear the depression Do You hear the anxiety? Do you hear Jeremiah saying I'm, I'm just gonna curse the day I was born Isn't it amazing that God used David? He was the king of Israel and he had trouble with the mind Job listen folks Job has his own book in the Bible. So if Job wanted to die at times and God still gave him his own book, I believe God could still bless you even when you struggle in your mind. Job went on to say this, Job chapter 20 verse 18, Job, listen to the question of Job. Job, why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow he will not enjoy the profit from, from, from his shame. You see, Job is saying, why did I even, why was I even born? Remember the prophet in 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 4, you know the prophet, the prophet became so discouraged, the Bible says he went under a tree, and he prayed that he might die, and this is what he said, I have had enough, Lord, take my life I am no better than my ancestors. Do you see what the prophet is saying? Here is a prophet. If you read the scriptures before this, you'll see the same prophet praying that God would send fire down on the false prophets. And guess what God did? He sent fire down. So at one moment, the prophet was excited. At one moment, the prophet had a great spiritual experience. And then the next chapter, he's depressed and wanna die. Is there anybody in the building that's ever got the victory on Sunday and by Wednesday you wanted to die? Yes. Boy, you had a great church service. Boy, you were empowered. The Lord really touched you. And then Wednesday morning, you just want to die. Guess, Guess what? If that is you... You are in good company because everybody I just read to you, God used Elisha, God used Job, He used Jeremiah, He used David, He used all of them. As a matter of fact, they all have their own books in the Bible. I'm telling you, God is concerned about your mind. You see, there's three voices in your life and as you try to sort out the voices in your mind, There's the voice is called the secular voice. You know what the secular voice is? The secular voice is the voice of the culture. The culture is against the church. The church and the culture don't mix. We as a church are called to be a city within a city. A people within a people. A nation within a nation. And a community within a community. You see, this... The world, the culture, the value system of the world is a voice. The voice of the world will tell you, do it, try it. Nobody's looking. Go ahead and watch it. Go ahead and do it. Oh, nobody's watching. That's the voice of the world. That's why Jesus said, straight is the way and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. What about not only the secular voice, but there's the satanic voice? You see, the satanic voice is the enemy. And you know what? The enemy, he don't like you. The Bible says he has come to steal, kill, and destroy. He has come to steal, kill, and destroy. God is a loving and merciful God who desires for you to come and repent and believe in his word and believe in his cross and believe in his blood and come and say, Jesus, I can't do it without you. I surrender my life and I put my faith in you alone. But the enemy doesn't like that. Satan will contradict the word if it's, he will contradict the Bible. That's exactly what the enemy did in Matthew chapter 4. The enemy quoted scripture to Jesus, and Jesus corrected the enemy. Satan will always contradict the word. The secular voice lacks the word of God. The culture doesn't value the Bible. The satanic verse, the satanic voice will contradict the word. And lastly, the, the last voice in our life is called the Spirit or the Holy Spirit, and that always aligns with the Bible. You know why it aligns with the Bible? Because the Holy Spirit is the author of the Bible, and He will never tell you something that goes against the thing that He has authored. So if you hear a voice that is in line with the Bible, it is the Holy Spirit, and you should follow that voice. If you hear a voice that is against the Bible, against the Word of God, then that is a satanic voice. If you hear a voice that's compromised, it could be a secular voice. Say, all those voices in your head is really just from three places. How do you discern the voice of God from the other voices in your life? Well, God's voice, remember, never contradicts Scripture. It never contradicts scripture. Number two, God's voice is never wrong. You know, we live in a generation where everybody hears God. And as a pastor, I hear that a lot. If people want to go somewhere, they just tell me God told them. If somebody, if they want to do something, they just say, God, how are you supposed to trump the God card? If God told you something, guess what? It will always come to pass... And it is never wrong. If it doesn't come to pass, you didn't hear from God, you heard a secular voice. God's voice is never wrong. You say, but pastor, I thought I heard God's voice. You thought you did. But God's voice is never wrong. Number three, you see, your voice serves you. God's voice serves God. You see, if God is really speaking, it's probably, for the most part, not something you want to hear. If God is really speaking, pastor, am I supposed to bless so-and-so? Is that my voice or God's voice? It's probably God's voice, because our nature is to be selfish. You see, God, your voice serves your purposes. But God's voice serves His purposes. I want to ask you something. I believe that God is speaking this morning. He spoke through the songs. He spoke through the testimonies. And listen, the Holy Spirit authored the book. He has spoken through the message I've preached and the scripture that was read. God is speaking this morning. And I want to ask you a question. Are you discerning the voice of God? The Holy Spirit is saying something. Search your heart this morning. What is he saying to you? I believe every one of you want to hear from God. You're here this morning. Maybe you have thousands of voices in your head, but all those voices are either secular, satanic, or spiritual. And you got to make up your mind. What voice are you going to listen to? You're here this morning. You know why you're here this morning? Because there was a voice that told you, maybe I need to go to church this morning because so-and-so invited me. You thought so-and-so invited you, but you know who really drew you here? It was the Holy Spirit. You are giving heed to his voice. He's drawing you here. Maybe you're here this morning and say, well, I don't really like church. And you know what? I get it. Sometimes, you know, I don't want to go to church either. But there's another voice that tells me it's better to come to church than to serve my own purpose. You see what I'm saying? Do you hear God's, maybe you hear a voice this morning saying, I just want to do better. I'm really confused. But I hear a voice saying, don't give up. I hear a voice telling me, don't give up. I hear a voice telling me, you can do it. I hear another voice that tells me, at my lowest point in my shame and my guilt, I hear a voice that tells me, he loves me. He loves me. I hear another voice that tells me, it's going to be worth it after all. You all hearing what I'm saying this morning? God is trying to speak to you. You, Have you ever burned a CD before? Come on, let's just, I'll be the priest and you can confess to me. How many's burned a CD before? When you burn a CD, you take the music and the music or the movie from one CD and you pass it to the other CD where the one CD has the music or the movie or the content of the other CD. And isn't that what Satan wants to do? Satan wants to burn your CD with his information. And you've got to make up your mind every day, who is going to burn my CD? Who is going to speak into my life? Who is going to have control over my thoughts? And you know what? I'm so glad you're here today because God is speaking. And guess what? Your spiritual CD is being burned with the word of God. And when you leave this morning, you're going to leave different and empowered because you heard God's voice. And as we close today, I want you to read to you what Joyce Meyer said. And I quote, you see... You are a spirit. You have a soul, you live in a body, you have emotions, you have thoughts, and you have a will. You have a conscience. You are a complex being. Jesus came to heal every single part of you. And there's not one part that he doesn't want to make completely